you know, like, when we talk this basketball stuff about the best players of all time, uh, you, and we already know the familiar names when it comes to that. And every every so often, uh, you'll have some up and coming players or some some you know some fresh fresh young talent come along, and it's like they have the potential. You know, they said that about Zion. Um, you know, the league wanted to put a lot of money behind. Well, what we call the league putting putting together a lot of money behind a certain athlete, meaning. You know, as far as street talk, that's um, that, that's us saying like they want to promote him. They want him to be the face of the league and things like that. You know, they they've done it with uh, like with LeBron. You know what I mean? There's certain players that has the look, um, but you also have you have to have the game with it. You know what I mean? I think I think John Morant has the opportunity to do that, although he's been in the tabloids talking a lot. Um, shit really not gonna go over well if you're not if y'all if, if the team is not accomplishing uh that type of you know what I'm saying if you can't really back that up then it's not gonna look too good on a record book but I think Jai individually has the face uh and the skill set to be the face of the league um recently Luca has been brought up because he just had some ridiculous game a couple of nights ago 60 21 and like 10 right crazy triple double but not only that like his last six five six uh seven games uh he's just been dropping 30 40s and 50s and you know like i said a 60 piece game and uh a comparison had come up and an interesting question has has come up as well throughout the sports Throughout the sports world, I even heard this on a couple of podcasts. Um, do we think Luca can end up being better than uh, Bron or being the best ever? Right, because he's a young talent. He's a young talent, and what he's accomplishing already, and we already know he had a what we would call a head start. You know what I'm saying? Because he was playing professional when he was a young cat, and I want to say 16, maybe. So it was like he he got the fundamentals down. He's been playing against grown men before he was even a grown man. And like I said, I ran by the numbers, and he's the most, I ain't going to say the most. Got to stop doing that. But he looks very unathletic. You know, he he's not going to play above the rim that much. He can. He'll bang it out. Don't get it wrong. He got a couple of them this season, some good ones. Um, but when we think of Luca, we're not thinking him above that rim like that. You know, we think the boy is shifty. That's that's the best way I can say. It. I wouldn't call him quick, fast, or anything like that. But shifty, and 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 it's like the way he dribbles is just an illusion. You know what I mean? So, um, the the boy got game. So when he got compared to these two players, Braun, and then the other one was James Harden. And I think the comparison with James Harden is because although James Harden. Uh, only had maybe what a season or two of him looking unhealthy or he- or heavier um, than than what we were used to. Um, they do have similar games as guards. You know what I'm saying? Their handles is nice. I I want to say James Harden probably to me out of the two got the best handles, right? Um, now as far as moves and things like that. 
we are we seen how James can get to the you know how Harden can get to the bucket. You know what I'm saying? He's crafty. So if I had the one is shifty and the other one is crafty. You know what I mean? And and both can play above the rim, but you know, not not so much. They're gonna get to the rack, they're gonna get to that line, and they're gonna drop repeatedly, consistently, thirties and forties and fifty point games. Um, so I can understand the comparison there, but I want to say the one major comparison is that Luca has a lot longer career to achieve more than what James Harden has, you know, but James Harden has been to the finals, you know, we can't knock that. He's been in the playoffs multiple years and things like that. And he's put up some, you know, well, they, 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 they find to uh, find a way to, to discredit him. You know, he, he does disappear or he has disappeared in certain um playoff matchups but um i can see the similarities in the game but i think the leadership overall like can you lead your team to you know 50 60 point i mean 50 or 60 uh w's a season you know or you know can you get your team to the playoffs in general i should say and uh, yeah, he got all the way to the Western Conference Final. Nobody believed in him. You know what I mean? And you notice how I said him. I mean, because he doesn't have the help that we know he should have in order to be in a position to win. My boy Smooth said that his type of game doesn't translate into a championship. And I think he got that from when Kobe told Harden that. That's what I think now that I think about it. But here's the thing, though. The game has changed in so many ways, right? I don't think there is that certain style of play that's going to going to win you. He's already shown that he's a clutch type of player. He's not afraid to shoot the last shot. He wants to shoot the last shot. He lives in those moments. He has sent teams home, you know what I'm saying, in moments like that. That's the Clippers. You feel me? So... Um, the game has changed. I think he can. Can do I think he could be the face of the league? Absolutely. You know, I, I don't see a problem with that. He's definitely eligible for that. Uh will he ever will he be considered the best player of all time? I say no. And here's why. And and, and I, not, he's obviously he still has uh a career to prove me wrong. You know what I'm saying? My this is just my opinion, but what I'm saying is think about what Kobe Bryant did. Think about what Michael Jordan has done. Think about what LeBron has done and is continuing to do. Those three players, and there's so many other players that I could add to that list, but those, since those three names get tossed around a lot, especially amongst each other, and since we want to talk about the best ever, obviously those names is going to pop up. You could throw a Magic up in there. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can throw Kareem up in there. So it's like there's a lot. Luka hasn't done what uh, Kareem has. Nobody has done what Kareem has. Nobody has done what Michael has. Nobody has done what LeBron has. Nobody has done what Kobe has. All these guys got individual uh, accolades that each other don't necessarily share. At that type of greatness. And Luka doesn't have any of them. He's got the regular season fades at a young age. He talking. He he can come to the door and get into the backyard. Can he get a match? Well, I mean, everybody I just said, they got hardware. 
MVPs, I'm not really tripping about that. But those do help. I mean, that's that's probably the most important trophy right up under, you know, the the, the championship trophy. But at the same time, we have MVPs before that has never won the championship. That championship shit matters, especially when you are the guy, you know. So when you're the guy and you put up the points, I need to know if those points translate into W's in critical games. And that's all it is. It's just time for Luka. He needs more time. You know what I mean? He's only been in the league for how many years now? It's less than a handful, right? I think at this point, dog, we just gotta we gotta we gotta wait it out. We gotta wait it out. Luka is my best player in the league right now. That's probably my favorite player in the league right now. To tell you the truth, there's nobody that I would I would uh, rather just sit there and watch a game. Um, it'd be Luka, big dog. It's no, it's not too many cats on that list. I've seen Brom, I've seen my Lakers play before. You know what I mean? So that's that, that's that. But it's not another player in the league where I'm like, damn, I, I definitely got to see them play. You know, maybe a Tatum. You know, maybe a Tatum, but definitely Luca, definitely Luca. Uh, so yeah, he got time. I don't, he got time. He got ten, he got time for all that. I think he's a much better player than Harden. I think, and he started off being a much better player than Harden, but that, he also got thrown the keys. I think Harden, it's hard to say if Harden would have accomplished the same as Luka early on. Because let me tell you, just because Luka has the experience and started this professional shit before Harden, Harden was ready to go. Harden was a, a professional uh, guard while he was at Arizona State. So now, will he been able to run a team successfully as a number one option? That's hard to see, but he had number one option uh, talent when he got into the league. It's just that it was buried on that bench at OKC. And, you know, with that, you don't have to have, you don't have to bear the responsibility of, of, of carrying a team because you already got two to three other players on that team with that responsibility. Uh, but the game was already there. Trust me. As a UCLA Bruin fan, I seen it. I seen that work. I seen that work. But no, Luca just need time. He need more time. He's already great. He's full of greatness. We just need more time. And with that time, with inside that time, it's gonna we're gonna need that hardware because that hardware is gonna is gonna determine how how many how many uh, players you gonna skip to the towards the top. Like we're talking about skips. We're not talking about just skipping maybe one or two players. No, you might skip three or four, when you, depending on how much hardware you end up getting. That's just what it is. That's how it measures. <laughs> yeah, on the football dog, my Raiders uh, did something this past this past week, man. Going into the new year, bench Derek Carr for the next two games. Uh, turned out to be a very emotional uh, breakup in public. Derek Carr will not be attending the last two games. He didn't versus the Niners. The Niners have the number one rushing defense in the league, uh, top five overall defense in the league. And um, our backup quarterback, Jason Stedham. I, uh, here's my theory. If you have a dope quarterback name, chances are you're going to, you have a chance of doing real good with the max effort and the talent you're supposed to have. I'm not I'm not still I'm not sold on his last name, 
but I'm sold on this game. And let me just tell you, everybody know my love for Derek Carr. And it seemed like it might be coming to the end, especially with that particular game. Because the Niners, with not much to really, I mean, you know, the state, they, they are already playoff bound. You know what I mean? And I think they're number one in their division. I think they want to cushion that a little bit more. Um, but, um, you know, they, we got, I mean, they, we, we're not playing for anything at this point. I think we had somewhat of a small chance of making it to the playoffs, but you know how that goes. So many things that go into that, but I would, def- we would definitely have to win out. Anyhow, um, I wanted to see how Devontae Adams was going to respond. I wanted to see how, uh, Josh Jacobs was going to respond and the team in general, but those two players, because these are two pro bowlers and, you know, Devontae Adams is Derek Carr's, you know, friend personally off the field and his number one receiver since college. So I wanted to see emotionally how this was going to affect the team and anybody that has a, any type of common sense when it comes to football know that with the Niners playing or with the way they're playing, and they're playing with a third-string quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, which is pretty fucking impressive, by the way. Keep it priority. Um, but their defense is just ferocious. You feel me? And even though Josh Jacobs being one of the top rushers in the league, um, he only ended up with 60-something, I want to say like around 69 yards in the tub. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute because of my fantasy team. But um, they they responded great. The team responded great to the change because Jay, he Stedham shows something that Carr rarely shows in the game. Carr will show it sometimes, no less than sometimes. Stedham showed it the whole game. When the house is on fire, and this is what I tell my boy J.O., when the house is on fire, I need you to get out. And he did, and he picked up some key first downs on third downs, and he would he played like he played like Derek Carr was coming back. And he wanted to show, like, no, I deserve this. And right now I understand, you know, um, it's not it's not a huge sample size, so he's able to get off. I I still don't. I'm not going to make that an excuse for the Niners, though. Regardless of the new quarterback, you still used to the other players. And let me tell you, he fed everybody, and he fed Devontae Adams for two tubs and 153 yards. He fed everybody. He fed Waller. He fed Winfro. He f- everybody. Hollins. Any anybody else, uh, Monroe. Everybody ate. Everybody ate except for maybe Abdullah. You know, I've seen Abdullah get in a couple of plays, but I don't think he was much of a. Um, but um, I, I can't think of our uh, backup running back. But everybody was eating now. Josh Jacobs did get banged up a little bit with his hip, and that kind of hurt me because I got him on my fantasy, and I got both him and 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 um, and Elliot from the Cowboys, Easy, and he had they both had somewhat similar games except that um, 
uh, Elliott had uh, 30 less yards. So I had got like nine points. Uh, Josh Jacobs almost doubled. You know what I'm saying? He ended up with 15. But I had real, and I'm sorry I'm getting away from the Raiders game, but this, you know, the Raiders game and fantasy tied in to the, because I'm in the championship right now. We're just playing for the ring. Oh, that's what I forgot to, like, look, dope Raiders, look, it's crazy I'm about to say this. That loss was crazy. That was a hell of a game, went into overtime. Uh, Stidham did throw two interceptions, but I can say neither one of them was his fault. You know, that was just great defense, you know, on both plays. On one, on one, it was a tip ball at the line of scrimmage and boom, a lineman caught that for the, for the interception. Uh, that's great defense. And then the second one was that deal, one of those D linemen ended up pushing our offensive lineman into our quarterback on a deep ball. Uh, and that's just what happened. It was going to the Devontae Adams one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? He going to win that most of the time. But he pushed him, cut the ball short, interception. They they ran it down, um, got into great field goal range, and boom, that was it. 37-34. Phenomenal game. Shout out to the Niners and the Niners fans or whatever. But, yo, I like, I like the quarterback situation right and that's just off of one game i understand I'm, I'm jumping to conclusions and shit like that but i seen him play in the preseason and for him to to ball out like that he threw for three 365 three tubs like that's crazy numbers right there for his first start you know what i mean and to put up 34 against the niners that's fucking crazy right there i like that i like shit like that and we're seeing with like with philly you know, with Philly right now, with their guy being down, um, it shows how important it is to have not just a durable starter, but a reliable backup. Nowadays, you got to have a backup that can go be a starter for another team. You just got to pay him the money to stay there and hope that another opportunity opens up that he going to like. You feel me? So it's like, I think you... You got to pay attention. You have to have some dope backups because they are needed. You see right now with the Niners, they stayed afloat with a fucking third string quarterback. Now he his price go up, even if the Niners don't keep him. And they, they he's not going to get a chance to play again because the rookie coming back. Lance is coming back. But his price, Purdy's price went up. His, his, and then we got to see what he's going to do in the playoffs. If that nigga do damage in the playoffs, bro, he's going to get an opportunity. They got to. That's, it's fucking, as Mr. Irrelevant, for you to carry a team like that, you have to get an opportunity. You have to. Just off of GP. Just off of GP. Uh, back to fantasy. But uh, right now, I'm currently down. Uh, by 37 points. I'm down 37 points with Josh Allen, uh, Stefan Diggs, and Knox, the tight end. All three, all three Buffalo players I have right now. My opponent, who is up by 37 points, has Joe Mixon and Doug Gabriel. I mean, not 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 his name, not Doug Gabriel. What is his first name? I got Gabriel. So I, he got the other Buffalo receiver, the other deep threat. So it's kind of it's kind of a wash when it comes to throwing the ball to him. You feel me? It's gonna be a wash. Um, but I still have Diggs and Knox to score because um, uh, Justin Jefferson didn't show up today. He only had one catch for like seventeen yards, and then I also had uh, Dot uh, Dotson. 
from uh, Redskins, and he didn't give me too much. So I'm behind the eight ball right now. I'm really behind the eight ball because he had a, he had a, a, a good defense. Um, what else? He had a good defense. It was a wash with the kickers, I think. I think it was a wash with the kickers or something like that. But any anyway, um, I have a chance, though. I have a chance because he had he had fields from Chicago as his quarterback, and um, he had a he had an okay game. You know what I mean? So, um, hopefully, man, hopefully, I could. Uh, Josh Allen just had one of those crazy games, like three passing touchdowns and a one rushing touchdown. You know, something where he dropped like a 50 or 60 piece. I need that. I need that. And also, me and the person that I'm playing against are in the, that's in the championship. We've come to the agree. We agree to split the money, but play for the ring. So that's what we're playing for. At this point, we're just playing for the, for the championship ring. But we split the money, which was, uh, what, $700. You know, $700, and we split that. I thought that, I thought that was a dope. I thought that was a dope option, you know what I'm saying? And it was it was offered to me. I didn't even know that was a thing. You know, I for sure took it. I for sure took it. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at with fantasy. So after tonight, if you if you don't see me on Twitter flashing the big ass ring, then you know that I lost. But uh, everybody root for me. Well, by the time this come out, <laughs> fantasy will be over. <laughs> It'll be over on Monday. So you, you'll you know. You'll know. You know what I'm saying? I'm staying optimistic, though, man. Down 37 right now with three players. He got two players left. And we're going to see what's going to happen, man. I'm, I'm staying optimistic, though. This will be my first championship win in a couple of years. I Because I know I won before the pandemic hit. But this is going to be the, the first money league uh, that I hit. Yeah. So I'll I keep y'all posted, man. Open run with BTG, man. Um, yeah, shy, I ain't even gonna wanna bring up on my bum ass Bruins, man. Bum ass Bruins fell to pit. You know what I'm saying? I forgot which bowl it was. Didn't really matter. But that Ohio, yo, that Ohio State. Yo, first of all, shout out to uh, TCU. TCU in Michigan played. Uh, TCU is going to the national championship and they are going to meet Georgia. That Georgia and Ohio State game was, that shit was, yo, Marvin Harris Jr. is a fucking beast. I think he got knocked out of the game towards the end, though. Concussion protocol. I didn't even see that play. But, uh, he put up some work too, though. He put up some work. He definitely gonna be the number one receiver when he come out. Definitely gonna be the number one receiver when he come out. Um, but we got a good, we got a good national championship, man. Georgia versus TCU, man. That's, that's dope to see something new. Bama not there. That was good to see. It was good to not see Bama in the playoffs. That was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling, people. Um, but yeah, I will, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for that matchup. The Georgia and TCU matchup, man. That's defense and offense. Sheesh. Overrun with BGG, man. See y'all next week.